Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Brangers. Good morning. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope everyone had a safe and happy holiday kind of break here. Um, if you were able to take off work, I hope that you enjoyed it. Although I was thinking yesterday, is it is it weird now that like everyone works from home? Like when you get to take off work, like you just you just stay home and you just, you don't, just have don't have to go down to the basement, right. <laughs> sit you at your don't makeshift have to. desk. <laughs> Yeah, or like stress about work because like yeah, I, you just don't have to think about yeah. it. Yeah, you put yeah. it out of your mind. So it's still it's still nice to have off work in you know these times. But yeah, I mean like yesterday I, I did I did put out that one deal on the Lenovo Duet, but other than that, I mean my Chromebook was on the coffee table all day and it was never really gave it a thought. I yeah, mean, we chatted with the guys and Michael yeah. down in Florida, but it was it was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's still, good to be able to just turn stuff off. Till the exactly. kids lost their mind, then you know. but that, that's just that's just a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> Happy freaking holidays. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, I know it's crazy. I mean, I was it just it was fun scrolling through social media yesterday, and it's just um, you know, there's in, in in these crazy times, I think there's still a lot of things to be very thankful for. So absolutely. Um, you know, I think that's uh, that's something that in these crazy times, it's good to slow down every now and then and remember those things that we're thankful for. So, yeah. Um, aside from any, you know, meaning or whatever you want to say about Thanksgiving itself, I think I think it's a good time just outside of all of that to just to slow down and, and think about what you're you're grateful for and the things that are important in your life. So. I'd been thinking about that. I'd been I'd been thinking about that intro since all Joe's, day yesterday. Joe's I wanted to yeah, I wanted Joe's. to I wanted to tell our podcast he's, audience this. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, 
Gabe, you mentioned a couple deals. Uh, for anyone who's listening today, uh, you know, it is it is uh, Friday, November 27th. We're going to put this podcast out today. So if you're listening today, it is, it, it's, it's Black Friday, Cyber Week. Yeah, I mean, there's all this black stuff black going on. Black Friday proper yeah. is what today which, is. Which means less than it ever has So before. much, yeah. Right. Because I, I got up and I did my normal normal looking this morning. I found a couple things that I didn't see yesterday, but... We've seen most of the deals rolling out over the last couple of weeks. Yesterday, Walmart did launch their last final big push, and there is some googly stuff on there like Chromecast and Nest Hubs and stuff like that and some really good deals, but there's just not there's not anything like, oh my gosh, here's the big Black Friday deal, because mm-hmm. usually that's what it is. Usually people are standing in line to get that 70-inch television, yeah. which my wife told me, hey, here's a 70-inch <laughs> for less than what we paid for our 55, oh, yeah. and, and I'm I saw like... saw one in the... Was it at Best Buy or Sam's? Uh, probably Best Buy. And, well, no, it was Sam's. There was a 70-inch at Sam's, 4K yep. Android yep. TV for... It was a TCL. For five hundred bucks, yeah. So we're, TCLs like, have, yeah, good, TCLs have gotten really good. So we're good. sitting, we're really yeah, good. we're oh. sitting because that's what we have now is the fifty-five inch. It's the Roku yeah. version, but it, whatever. We're sitting there on the couch looking at the wall because we have a huge collage wall. You you may have seen it in like some featured images and stuff, but I'm like, we would have to completely redo our living room. She's like, no, we'll just get one of those arms and put it. I'm like, where's it going to swing to? It's 70 <laughs> inches. And You're like, underestimating this is how not a hospital room where <laughs> you can just uh, That's six feet <laughs> yeah. diagonally. Yeah, so That's me, diagonally. You're underestimating how large this television Needless is. Needless to say, we're not getting a 70 inch television, so whatever. I still, I, I, I've debated back and forth. What do whether, you, what do you have? You Mine's a 60. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Samsung, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. And mine Joe's was got just, a nice wall for a TV. Yeah, mine was size, mine was so. one of those Best Buy like quick little deals they had. I got that thing for like three hundred and eighty dollars. Mm. Something like that. Which I mean the now. 4K? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So, but now you're getting these t- these even larger TVs it's that are that crazy. price. So what was that one? What was the seventy inch? She saw a seventy inch that was like three hundred bucks. Yeah. So it must oh, not have God. been that one because yeah, we we got five. that fifty five inch last year for like two eighty at Sam's. I mean, Club. even five hundred dollars for a seventy inch television. Do you remember 4K. when? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when <laughs> seventy inch TVs were I mean, like I paid, a few years back? I paid six fifty for it's a ten eighty p fifty five inch Vizio. Yeah. yeah. Like it's pretty stock tv well, yeah it's like it's the, been, it's, this one here it's a little bit bigger than this yeah, one the one we've got in the office was our old television and i think my my mother-in-law had bought a couple of those i think at the px maybe might have been sam's but i mean she paid yeah four or five hundred dollars for those a few crazy. years ago and they're okay but they're not great yeah you know? yeah but my my black friday deal of the day has nothing to do with chrome and box stuff that's fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> We've been sitting here talking so, about TVs. Yeah. So, so my daughter has a, a a a frozen Jeep, like the ride ride on whatever. And it's cool. I mean, it seats too, whatever. She's getting a little big for it. My son gets a lot more use out of it than he loves it. But that's my boy, and I'm like, that's a blue frozen Jeep. Coles has a black Land Rover Discovery. <laughs> that's it's awesome. normally two hundred and fifty dollars. It's one hundred twenty four bucks. Oh, man. Black Friday. That's it, fun. And it has headli- working headlights and like the engine noise. So I'm like, we'll get that and we'll slap a radio in it. And we'll, oh, yeah. We can man. get a little uh, little phone cup holder. Yeah. And it'd be good to go. Yeah. It's nice. Oh, nice. Uh, have you seen the little the Teslas, the little small oh, Teslas? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's the only Tesla I can afford right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
I saw the the couple sound bars. There was like a yeah. Samsung sound bar that was crazy cheap, and then the Vizio one that I think was the one I've, I've got you that got. One. Yeah. yeah, I've got the five point one. Yeah, the five point one is on sale. Super happy. I think with that the thing. Beam is gonna, on sale again too. But yeah. I, I'm gonna snag me, one of those today at some point. Yeah, for the for me, I love the Sonos, but it's just unless you have a room where you can set up a really good theater. Yeah, like a full because it, it needs it needs the what are what are their satellite speakers called the one are they the ones is that what they they tell you to get for yeah the, I don't you, think they have anything smaller you can they? buy a bundle and I think it comes with the bar yeah <clears> and it's me, it's and pretty two. expensive though yeah I yeah. mean you're you're over a grand for that because yeah. the bar itself is three or four hundred dollars I think yikes it yeah. sounds great all right right yeah I I just I don't know I I, I really love the idea of using <clears throat> excuse me uh the Nest Audio. Oh, yeah. But so even if I use the to get the sound quality that I have, like in my head, what I want out of this sound system, like I would have to get the two Nest Audios, which are going to run me a hundred bucks. We're talking two hundred dollars right there. I can go get the Vizio right now, I think, for like one hundred and thirty dollars or something. Is it the five channel? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, I think I, think I, think I paid one eighty four. Yeah, and I think that's it's what awesome. it boils down to is if you're wanting a true home theater experience, you're better off. Now, does the Vizio have like assistant capabilities and stuff, or is no. it no? Uh, it's cast enabled. Yeah, mine is, at least yeah, because yeah, yeah, Vizio uses their Vizio Cast, I, yeah. which is pretty yeah. much yeah. the same thing. I've, I've, well, once I get the uh, Chromecast with Google TV, it won't matter. It won't yeah. matter. You but know, if so. you if you're wanting a true theater sound system, I think getting stuff like that's way better. It's really cool to think you can get two Nest Audios and eventually you'll be able to have that but Just to like, get a 5.1 sounds that's kind system, of a that's kind of yeah. to me that seems like it's pretty that's pretty early I and think, who knows yeah. how exactly it's going to work and I, and, I think at first they're just going to do left right I mean, right. they're not going to set up 5.1 which will be dope but once they can do 5.1 like that'll be fun i yeah. mean we've talked about it on this podcast before being yeah, able I to would, use the minis and stuff yep because that would be the benefit is being able to use something like the max or if they made a sound bar like the one they've got for the the is it a an enterprise thing, right? That yes, oh, yeah, the Google. The um, yeah, it the, looks like a, a soundbar. Enterprise. What was it called? The, they have a name for yeah, the soundbar. It's their bar. meeting thing. It looks dope. <laughs> we were like, we were like, can you just make that a TV? Like, yeah, but once, once they have something like that, because that's the nice thing about the Vizio thing that I've got. There's one bar that sits up underneath my TV, and then it, everything else goes wirelessly back behind me because the front one takes care of your center and left and right. Right. Um, it's not Atmos, so it doesn't shoot anything upward. Mm-hmm. So, um, but honestly, in our living room, I don't know that I would be able to tell. Um, and then the, it's got a Bluetooth signal that goes to the subwoofer that sits kind of behind the, the counter to the side of the couch. Right. And then it has the wires to the two surround sounds. That so there's no wires running to the front of the back of the room. So yeah. it's it's versatile. It it drops connection every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not very often. Um, I would say it's it's maybe happened. 10 times in the year that I've had it or however long I've had it, maybe yeah. uh, total. So it, is, is the, the, the benefit is it works. Well, I have a Vizio TV. So right. they, once you hook that arc, uh, that's what I, was, up, I literally was about to ask. The like, TV that understands yeah. out of the box and it's an older Vizio that knows when I can, when I control your, volume, any your, volume yeah, that with hits your the Chromecast TV, remote, how's that work? It works yeah, perfectly see, that's, because that's the TV and the sound bar understand that they are working together. See, I don't know I'm, that mine would do that. I, like, it, would I be better off getting the Samsung it just, one? It depends. It depends on how your TV would send the signal out. If you could hook it up, yeah. it, as long as your TV supports arc, uh, right. HDMI arc, right. it should work. Yeah. Cause with, with our Sonos, that's the way it is. Like my TCL remote <laughs> controls the sonos because you set up the sonos through the right. the tv so once that's synced 
the Chromecast remote just does Controls exactly yeah, what you're telling the, your TV is basically understanding to turn its internal speakers off and send it through mm-hmm. that when that thing yeah. is, on. Is, is on. And the minute on. I turn that soundbar off, it goes back to the, the TV TVs. understands. To, yeah. you know, like See, it, that's it, cool. It doesn't have to, I don't have to set anything up or do anything. Yeah. It just figures that out. And that's, that's been really nice because it, it means basically I pick my Chromecast remote up and that's all I ever need. Usually uh, every once in a while, the soundbar does turn off. Like just, you got to just go up there and turn I, it on or nah, yeah. I've got the sound oh, remote, remote yeah. to power it back up. So I don't know if it like the signal stops passing back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. Like it thinks that it, Oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Huh. I just Weird. think that's a good yeah. investment, especially right now as, as the Chromecast with Google TV is out and you can get it for 50 bucks and have a nice kind of streaming interface for your TV. Right. Um, and you have the remote I think it's uh, a good. In- I mean, if 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 you like watching shows, if you like watching movies, I think a soundbar go creates a different experience oh in the room. Gosh. You it's know, it just so creates a different. different experience, and I think it's worth it, especially right now if you can get these ones on sale uh, as cheap as they are. So, w- what about other Chromebooks? Let's let's talk Chromebooks that are on sale. I know we mentioned a couple last week. We were mm-hmm. just kind of trying to. Uh, give people a little bit of a heads up, but yeah, but. so uh, not really anything new, kind of what we expected. The Samsung is still $799, which again, we've made the argument of why there are better options, but $799 for the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook is still a killer deal. And I think, I think Rakuten is actually bumped up to 15% right now, so you could Ooh. buy it from Samsung and get 15% cash back, which is. Uh, off eight hundred. That's one hundred and twenty dollars, isn't it? Is my math uh, correct? Yeah, that's a lot. I might no. have to share that. That's oh a lot yeah, of it money. is. That's Dang. A lot of money. <clears throat> but anyway, so the big deal, the biggest one that I know of is that the HP is the HP X three sixty is still three seventy nine at Best Buy, which is that's just insane. Bonkers. Yeah, which yeah. we we knew it was coming. The Best Buy advertised it a while what back. Was it, but what was its retail again? Six twenty nine. So right. it's the same price as the Spin Seven Thirteen. And if you're looking at them at the same Gosh. price, the Spin wins hand yeah. down. Yeah. But if you're wanting a the best <laughs> I mean, premium experience for the least amount for that of money, money though, Gosh, that's it because it's well built. It really yeah. is. Because I think like the Flex Five is st- is still like four twenty on uh, Amazon right now, and it, the one hundred twenty eight gig models four fifty at Lenovo. So if you're wanting just I, I want to spend as little as possible and still get a you know a Comet Lake nice flagship device, the HP is it. Yeah, and, and Best I mean, Buy doesn't seem to have that, a problem stocking them. So. Yeah, and for that price, I mean it's that just, price it's is just crazy. unbelievable. That's the, that's crazy. Wasn't there, Especially the wasn't, fact that it stayed there. What was the crazy deal last year? Wasn't there a crazy HP so deal last year? Also? The original X360 was the same that's thing. Right, yeah. It went on sale a few times before Black Friday, and then on Black Friday it was at three forty nine. I think. Yeah, I think so. Because it was its MSRP was five ninety nine originally. Was that right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, that's yeah it was right. 600 yeah. and then it went down to like 340 it might have been 329 i'd have to look we bought one i would yeah. have to have to look and see what we got it for but yeah and those things because because at that point last year's black friday there weren't devices like the spin 713 right the other flagship right. devices on the market <laughs> or, back then were eight hundred dollars yeah, so up there yeah um, the duet is still, um, it's not on sale at Best Buy anymore, but if you really want one, you, you just want to spend a couple hundred bucks, you can get the 64 gig at Lenovo. And if you use Rakuten for a little bit of cash back, you get it for like 204 bucks. 
So, and I, I don't know, I was on their site yesterday and I got some weird pop-up they're doing. Lenovo has their own little rewards program. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's called Lenovo Rewards or something like that. It's free to sign up and it's just like Best Buy or whatever. You get points for purchases that relate to dollars. And I think right now that you get like $20 in Lenovo Rewards when you spend 100 It's like Kohl's Cash. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you so, shop on Lenovo yeah, all the time. So if you, you get bought, money to come back and spend with us again. Well, yeah, because... On, if you bought if you bought the duet, you'd get it for two hundred and four bucks if you count your cash back from Rakuten, and then the twenty dollars in rewards from Lenovo and the cash back you got from Rakuten would give you enough to buy the USI pin because it's still thirty there you go. seven there you go. bucks. There you go. There you Perfect. go. I just I made Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe the, doesn't spin the, spin the turntables. Gabe Gabe spins the deals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. deal master, deal master he's flex. The deal, he's the deal uh, master. One another one that just popped up, and it's not that great of a deal, but we talk about it. We talked about it on last week's podcast. Is um, the ASUS four thirty six has finally gone on sale? It's not a great deal. It's a hundred dollars off. No, yeah, it's a hundred dollars off. Yeah, it's six ninety nine for the eight hundred dollar model. And I love this device. Um, I don't love it for eight hundred dollars. And I know Robbie. Robbie had some issues with it too. I just like the way it looks. I think it looks really yeah, it's cool. It's a cool looking device. But it's not a seven hundred dollar Chromebook. No. So no. if you really wanted it, now's going to be your time to buy it because it is on sale. But it's not going to get any cheaper than it is right like, now. It's, it's leg up on the Samsung when they came out was the fact that it was. I mean, yeah, the internals weren't quite as high as the Samsungs for the eight hundred, but right. It was in more than you need, honestly. But now that the Samsung keeps coming down to eight hundred dollars, and now you're comparing apples to apples here, like they're both bad on battery. Like we didn't, we didn't knock the Asus as bad because I just it wasn't as bad as the Samsung, so right. I didn't notice it as much. Um, but as more people have used it for longer periods, it turns out its battery is pretty crappy too. Um, and I think it's just Comet Lake and these super thin form factors that. Hopefully, Tiger Lake gets better with the smaller nanometer process. Um, it makes these types of devices get back to the eight to ten hour battery life right. that we've gotten used to with Chromebooks. But you know, the ASUS just compared to the Samsung, which is honestly what it its main competition. It, it just fell down yeah. on on basically every. So yeah, the the i three eight gig is a hundred dollars off at six ninety nine. If I were if I were just bent on buying one of these, I would recommend buying the bigger one it's a hundred dollars off and for that you get an i5 you get 16 gigs of ram and you get 512 gigs of storage and honestly if you're using a device with those internals and you're actually using those internals your battery life probably isn't on the top of your list anyway so yeah so it's 899 but again it's hard it's really hard to recommend yeah going back to the duet real, real quick um that 64 gig version, do you all really recommend that one? Because I'm sitting here thinking about that. Like, if you get that thing, you might throw a, quite a few Android apps yeah. on it. You might kind of be... Uh, it's it's not going to be terrible. No, it's not. Like, my kids have the 10Es, and they're they're 64 gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Is the RAM the same? Yes. Both yeah. Of the, yeah. Uh, the storage is the only difference. Uh, you can get away with this. You can get away with it. My kids both have them, and they well, they don't have a problem with storage. Uh, we don't let them install a ton of apps, but we do tell them if they want to install a bunch of new apps, we tell them they have to pick some that they're not using and uninstall those just because if you don't, the kids will install everything. <laughs> right. Uh, it has nothing to do with storage. But 
64 gigs is definitely doable. Okay. It's just, we've always recommended the Best Buy one because it's generally only $20 or $30 more right. than the 60. You might as well spend 20 bucks and get 128 gigs. That doesn't mean right. 64 is not worth it. And right now, there's a $90 gap between the two. Right. So. At 90 bucks, it's like, yeah, take that savings. And yeah. You're going to okay. get the same experience. Uh, you know, because there's quite a few Chromebooks, uh, lower end Chromebooks that ship with 64. And yeah. I don't really knock them for that. I don't, I think they need to stop shipping 32 gig Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. Sure. 100%. Sure. But I mean, the, the HP 64 gigs. Yeah. And it, right. It, it shouldn't be, but shouldn't, it's 64 but, gigs, yeah. and we can recommend that all day long at $379. But it also has an SD card slot. That is true. Ah, so yeah. There's a, a just, quick way to, you know, get some extra storage. Whereas the, the sure. Duet, that's, that's all you get unless you're going to put a, you know, a dongle on the yeah. one port that you have. I was just wondering with, with kids and stuff mainly, like if someone was thinking about going and getting this thing for to have around the house, yeah, is it an issue having 64? I don't think it is. I mean, and my daughter has Krita on there, and she does a lot of drawing and stuff like that, and we've, we've just yeah. not run into an issue with that. Now, so. her old tablet, which was just an Android tablet, it had, I want to say it had 16 gigs. Oof. And it was yeah. like, if you want to install something, you have to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> there is no room. Yeah. Sorry. 30, 32, like 16 ridiculous. 32 is kind of like frowned upon. 64 is where you're like, eh, Yeah, I mean, most know. people wouldn't go buy a cell phone that has 32 <clears throat> gigs of storage. So why are we buying computers that have 32? Right. Right. What, what's this have? 800 million? Uh, yeah. 128. One, yeah, one, is it 128? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. Eight, 128. And I feel like that's low. I'm like, I have a flagship phone and I feel like 128 is low. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, obviously, if people want the the latest uh, scoop on all of the deals, they just need to go to the website, go to chromeunbox.com forward slash deals with an S or, yeah, yeah. deals, yeah. I guess deal wouldn't really make sense, would it? Just one would deal. It, would it, Joe? One deal just, a day. Just, one just deal. Just a deal. You get one deal a day. That this, could actually this, be kind of fun. This like archive our is top set pick, to one. Our top pick. <laughs> Display like one post. We could. We could just do a deal of the day. Here's the deal. One deal. We're on the hook for a deal a day article every Oof. single day. Yeah. That that sounds like a No, lot. thanks. Yeah, that sounds like Not a lot. it. <laughs> so... So, yeah, obviously, if there's Black Friday stuff that you're interested in for Google stuff, because there's all kinds of Google deals out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think the best thing going right now, and we don't need one, but you can buy a Nest Hub. It's on sale everywhere, but Walmart has the Nest Hub for 50 bucks, and you get $20 Voodoo credit. That's pretty dope, because your Voodoo, yeah. Voodoo movies, you can, that's Walmart streaming or content service. You can buy movies on Vudu and they integrate with your Google Play. And I, I forgot I even had a Vudu account. I went there and looked, and like... Probably 70% of my movies that I own went through that because if you buy a DVD at Walmart right. and you redeem oh, the digital yeah. version, that's through Voodoo. Yeah, so I've got a I'm, handful of those. Yeah, so when all, when the whole Movies Anywhere thing and all that stuff happened, all my stuff got migrated from Voodoo and all that, but that's uh, that's a quick way to snatch up some, some good content. You yeah, can watch it sure. on your Nest Hub. Yeah, for sure. So. so head over to the website, check that out if you're interested in deals right now, if you're... If you're a if you're a deal person, go check that out. So, speaking, I guess this isn't really deals. This is gear, uh, but kind of switching gears here. We put out. I don't even remember when we put this video out. When did we did we put it out on Friday? Mm-hmm. Which one? The gear of the year. Yeah, I don't remember. Yes, it was Friday. Friday. So I guess we were like working on. Yes, because you. Up. Yeah, because you finished it up Thursday, and he said, "Cool, I'll put." Yep, yeah, that's that, right. that makes sense. That makes sense. So. The, uh, the 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 gear of the year is something that we did last year. Last year, we kind of called it like a uh, holiday gift guide. Uh, this year, we kind of transitioned that to more of, hey, here's our top picks for the gear that we've used throughout the year that we really like. 
And to be quite frank, um, the licensing company that we work with encouraged us to do that. So we said, okay, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. It doesn't really matter to us. We just want to put out cool stuff to people that, that we think they might care about. What I, oh, I don't care what we call it. Yeah. Um, so we put that out. We made a fun video. The video was... We, we last week we just decided to uh, and if we have any if we have any patrons listening we, we already posted this on there but last week we didn't do a behind the scenes video just because we were so darn busy and, and we just we did it to ourselves we just we got going man we were excited yep. we were excited about our teleprompter we were we, we just had some good energy and we just decided to like tackle two huge projects like we did we did the best Chromebooks of 2020 which is a is a huge lift for Robbie trying to script that whole thing because that was all him, and we that was the first video we did with our new teleprompter and it's a uh, long script. It was a long script, and th- we 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 made a little uh, patron video that we put out yesterday explaining why we got this teleprompter and and how we think it's going to be useful. But it was a long script, but that teleprompter allowed us to kind of be efficient and. Uh, and stay kind of on track and get the video done kind of quickly. And and we did the same thing for the gear of the year, which was the second video that we produced last week. And for that one, we decided to split it up. So I kind of did the intro and did a couple little sections. And then we had a fun little transition that we did that transitioned over to Robbie, kind of came back to me and then went to Gabe. And so all three of us were in the video and it wasn't just like a little quick, like, Oh yeah, there's Robbie doing that or whatever. Like we all, gave our part like we all we all spoke on camera and said here's our top pick for you know something that we've enjoyed using this year so it's just a really fun video so i definitely encourage you to go check that out but more importantly you know this list we have the entire list over on uh chrome shop i mean obviously you can go to the website and type i think gear 20 will pull it up if you search that and yeah, I think that's what I did yesterday. I can't remember. You can check it. I'm just gonna search gear or that's gear. Just, that's yep. Yeah. Top gear. First, first result. There you go. Search, just search gear. I thought about creating a forwarder, uh, a, a redirect that was at forward slash gear, and then it just re- redirects to that. I might do that. But we put together this huge list of like 30 products mm-hmm. of stuff that we really like that we've used that we've legitimately tested and enjoy having around the office that we use personally. I mean, we have the golden tea on there. We right. have the and I think that's machine. a good point because I mean, somebody had made the comment on, on YouTube and, and we get this. It's not a big deal. We don't care. We're not offended. But somebody said this, this really feels like this was just a sponsored post. I can promise you <laughs> we use everything on that list pretty much on a daily basis and i but, wish we got sponsored by all these yeah things. i mean if 30 people yeah. said hey oh yeah but yeah. no we, that, we use this stuff i mean i i'm i'm a headphone junkie i just i have headphones everywhere like i was in my home the other day and my phone rang and i could not hear the person that was talking and then i looked down and realized that some random pair of headphones in my house had connected to my phone <laughs> be, and the lid was closed and they were still oh, connected and i'm like okay but anyway when when I sat down and thought about it, the ones that I picked, which were the Pamu Slide Minis, those are the ones. If I have four sets of headphones in my bag and I'm going to hop into a match of PUBG, those are the ones I grab. 
Yeah. I mean, just is. There yeah. are times where I might grab the ticks, but tick pods because they have uh, passed through. Ticks. ticks. Let me throw these ticks, ticks in my ear. My ticks <laughs> in my ear. Ooh, ear tick. Is that like an earworm? <laughs> I think so. so I'll grab so those because they have audio pass through, so I can kind of hear what's going on around me in case the kids are sneaking up on me or something. But well, that's in like when we play it here at the office and we're in the same room. Like, yeah. To be able to hear the pass the through person, is helpful. Yeah. Like that's that's one of my favorite parts of the the AirPods yeah. Pro. And so Robbie that, threw the AirPods Pro on there, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and that made that. It even made the video. Robbie liked them so much this year that even it even yeah. made it. In Robbie the video. liked them so much he wrote a deal alert about them. Yeah. I saw that. Eighty yeah. bucks. Eighty bucks off. That's so, a great. So deal. for anyone going, we're writing Apple and stuff. Robbie, Robbie would buy those again and yeah. again and again and again. And credit where very, credits due. Those things. Even are awesome. inside the Google ecosystem, there are very few products outside of maybe the Google Home Max that he would say, "Yeah, I would buy this again. Absolutely, yeah. I buy." I thought Chromecast, about buying another Chromecast and that I mean, well, the yeah. max went on sale for 150 it might is it still it's on sale? still on sale for 150 if you can find it i like don't need it i really out. don't need one but man just kind of 150 it. bucks <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah i mean the they're probably top of my list um of i mean the stuff that i shared or that they're they're actually right in front of me yeah so the i mean you things, use them I have every one in my day. pocket one's on the other two on the table like i i keep them with me and for me to have anything that sticks around for any period of time says volumes about that thing because um, i just don't hold on to stuff uh, yeah. for for long periods i'm i'm eager to <laughs> try replace thing, it with, yeah, with something else try and, this or try and, that and yeah. you're always grass testing is, grass is always greener you know and yeah. and and so to know like especially with the the airpods pro like i get it they're they're, they're cost prohibitive you know for most people don't even want to for that kind of money they're not just going to give something a try um and I, I happened to finally, I, I think I just got frustrated with the number of You were trying the razors, you were trying the, you were trying yeah, like I mean, four different headphones. And really time. what I wanted was the, the, uh, um, pixel buds, the second pixel buds. I wanted those to be what these have been. And, and like, I mean, I bounce back and forth between my phone and my Chromebook with no issue. I never have connection issues. They stay connected longer away. The, the noise canceling is amazing like mm-hmm. i was sitting and writing that that article with yesterday morning the kids are running around the house and my wife was working on something in the kitchen and and i'm sitting in the kitchen and turn that on and it's all gone all of that's gone and i can focus in on what i'm doing but i also get lag free gameplay like it's and it's I, such they're, a they're, shame because so we, we had such a so much hope for the Pixel Buds, and then they took mm. nine months to come out, mm. and they're still. A, I I was really hoping they'd go on sale because at like a hundred bucks, Even. they're good headphones to recommend. But a hundred and seventy nine because yeah. I got it like a Google Store email, and there was something about the Pixel. I was like, oh, are they on sale? And they weren't. My wife's like, are you going to buy another pair? I was like. No, I mean, without hesitation, I would not buy another pair. I bought a pair when they first came out. My wife took them. She likes them. She uses them around the house Same. all the time. Same. I have not used them in months, but I asked her, I said, do you still have audio cut out? And she kind of, I could tell she was going to try to excuse them a little bit. And then she's just like, yeah, yeah. It's when the, when the, when my phone is in my pocket. I get audio cutouts. You know, when my phone is where it you always know, is. Three feet away, because that's when I used to wear them when I mowed my yard, and they would only cut out when they were in my right front pocket. And that doesn't make yeah. any sense, but whatever. 
Is she on the latest? Did she? Has she updated them? Mm, I yeah, know they up, automatically yeah, update. Yeah, they're up I to think. date. So, huh. um, what, this past still, update fixed them for me. Really? Like, I, I have not had a single cutout. When was I that? still have the little buzz, the little uh, hum in really? my. Yes. I'll have to get rid of that. I can't. I can't use my meditation. Yeah, because you said anytime there's no audio. If there is, if there is a audio signal coming through, but the audio signal is silent. So if I'm doing my meditation app, perfect example. When there's silence in there, I, I can hear like a little, tss, tss, you no, know, just the time. Would drive it, me I literally cannot use them. My Jaybirds X2s that are, gosh, four years old now yeah. are perfect. Like, come on, man. Yeah. But the audio stuff, all the cut, cutouts have been, yeah. I haven't, I, the, the, that has not been an issue at all. Like, I put check. them in and I'm good. But, and that was the second update. But then the you know the lag so free lag that free was, gaming that that yeah. did, I mean I the whole lag. point I'm not going to have a set of headphones if I can't game with them. Well, like they fixed that on the original Pixel Buds, which I'm is like, crazy. So yeah. what? What? Uh, they yeah. they've they've been a bit of a mess. Let's yeah, be I mean, honest. I'll boys. use I, I I always have a set of AKGs laying around somewhere because I bought a ton of them off of some weird deal site. If I have to use wired headphones to play PUBG, I will. I'm not going to use a two hundred dollar set of headphones to game if they're lag. It's yeah, well, like it's a I, second and a half behind. It's yeah, like it's yeah. so weird. I go, trying to do that. I go back and forth. Like I that whenever I first got them, whenever I got the Pixbuds, I was pretty disappointed. Obviously, as we all were. I just kind of hung on to mine. I do love, I love the assistant stuff. I love being able to put them in and say, like, a lot of times in the morning, um, if I'm if I'm doing a workout or if I'm going on a run, like, I love being able to just say, hey, play whatever, you know, like, hold, even just like holding my finger on yeah. it. I freaking love it. Um, and some of the assistant integrations, like, as I get notifications, if I'm walking around, like, a lot of times if I go shopping, if I'm at Target or whatever, I'll put put in my headphones. So as, as I get a notification, I can hear the notifications. Right. I have to get my phone. Like, I don't know. There's little stuff like that that I really like. Are they worth their asking price? I I mean I I didn't put them on Gear of the Year. I can't I can't I can't recommend them really. Right. That's the tough part. I've I've I have them. I'm trying to find the things that I do like about them in case someone is like, yeah, I really want them. Like those things are good. I, but yeah, the little buzz stuff that happens when. If I put them in and I don't have a signal coming from my phone, like if I haven't started playing music or anything, like even if I play music and then I pause it, like it's still connect. I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense. Like the Bluetooth connection should just be all the time, but it doesn't seem like that. Hmm. It seems like once I start music, it like it cr- does this other little thing and it's doing something when it's playing music. And if I pause the music, I can still hear the little buzz, but then eventually it'll go away. Yeah. After I mean, like a while, like a minute Bluetooth, and a half. I think Bluetooth LE works like... Because it's just data at the end of the day, and so I think when if it's if it's sat coming. quietly for enough, it'll stop the yeah. the the connection signal between the two yeah. devices. I, I'm not sure specifically how it works, but <laughs> yeah. Moving on, moving on from headphones. I'm getting yeah. I'm getting bitter here. Um, the 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 phone choice, and I started with the the phone in in uh, the video because I've been so impressed with this thing. So I've been kind of. Just sitting with my Pixel 3 XL, big chunky, you know, bathtub, uh, bathtub notch on the top. And bathtub. I've just gotten used to it, and it's kind of like whatever. I, I didn't like the 4. I, I really didn't want to spend the money on the 4 XL. I just like, there's too many things that aren't great with this thing. I mean, the screen alone, like the brightness issue that you were having, like, I'm like, ugh, I'm going to spend that much money, and it's not a super bright screen? Like, come on. Um and then, uh, yeah, I just I just wasn't impressed with uh, some of the other phones, and they were just too small. I mean, the five is uh, 
in my opinion, just just way too small. The 4A is way too small. So weird to think a six inch phone is too small. I know, yeah, but it is, man. Like, I mean, we all did it. Like, we all tried using those smaller phones, and it's like I can't do it. Um, but the 4A 5G, I think, is the sweet spot for this year. If somebody wants to get a phone, if they need to upgrade or something, I've really enjoyed this phone. I, the performance for me has been perfectly fine. I've never played PUBG on souped up phones. <laughs> 90 hertz. <laughs> souped up, you know. Like, real big fancy phones. And which, yeah. souped up. Which, are, which are probably uh, less expensive than a lot of this flagships. This phone is less expensive than that phone. Yeah. My, so. my 7T sitting here. <laughs> Crazy. But, you know, the, the performance for me has been fine because I don't, I don't game a whole bunch. The, the, some people have complained about photo processing with the, the 4A and the 4A 5G and stuff. I think it's fine. I, I've never even noticed it. Yeah, it's like maybe a second longer to process, but you never even notice that. At least I don't. Um, and the battery has just been insane. There have been multiple yeah, times that I... Yeah, battery life has been ridiculous. I specifically didn't charge it overnight. What was that? That one day I was at 92%. You need to you need to be checking your screen on time. So yeah. if you go into battery yeah. and look at battery yeah. stats, see yeah. how much screen time you're actually getting. Yeah, because the one day the one day that I was at like ninety two percent at like six o'clock or something was I don't think I'd had much screen on time that day. Right. But normal use, just using my phone normally, I need to look at my screen on time. I'm I'm getting two full days out of it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's um, insane. And I do a lot on my phone because I'm doing work stuff on my phone. I'm doing Instagram stuff on my phone, um, and so. So yeah, I, I've just been really impressed with this this thing, and for five hundred bucks, I think it's a good purchase. If someone wants a Pixel phone, right? That 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 size, I think the size is just perfect. The six point two inch thin bezels. Yep, they're not as thin as the five, but they're thin. <laughs> they're pretty. Uh, thin. They're pretty pretty close. It's a good looking phone. And so that was that was my kind of main pick, and it just I think it's shipping now. So it started shipping on the nineteenth, I think, or something like that. Like you can go yeah. buy it right now. It's not pre order anymore. Yeah, I think, I think that's yeah. the case. So yeah. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up. Yeah, be sure. I, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, sure. Oh, you can go talk, by. We're talking about phones? <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> 4 and 5G. I, I, I exited the phone conversation yeah. on the video because I'm still carrying my OnePlus 8 5G, and I've, I've gotten over my bitterness towards it, uh, and it was only because there there were things about my 7. What did I have? 7 Pro? Was that my mm-hmm. last phone? that I, I liked better than this phone or think th- there's little quirks about this phone that I didn't have with the seven pro, but I've gotten over it because we have pixels laying around the office. If I need to take a photo, I just use one of the pixels and everything else on this phone works great. So it does what I need it to do, what I want it to do. I've considered going up to T-Mobile and grabbing a, grabbing a new pixel cause they have the a deal going on the four, a five G, but I just, it oh, just yeah. feels like a sidestep to me. Oh, yeah. So. It, uh, it would be for you, uh, for I sure. I don't think it'd be a sidestep. I think it'd be a step backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if anything. Yeah. Yeah, but, just, I mean, I've thought about just adding a line, just having an extra phone and a line for, you know, when the kids get a little older. But that's the other thing. Like You, you can you can add to cart on Best Buy 4A 5G right now. You, uh, you, can't, you can't unsee uh, 90 hertz on a screen. Yeah, that's true. Like that's once true. you've gotten used to it, it's it's pretty difficult mm-hmm. to go back. Because uh, I, I rocked the five for about a week and a half, and like I, I legitimately like to put my SIM card in it and use it, and I really like the phone. It's just too small. Yeah, <laughs> it is too small, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it just didn't work for me. Yeah, and it's weird. Like you see 
phone manufacturers doing this. I mean, you got the iPhone Mini now. It's right. Like we went huge phones, like, let's get phablets or whatever they were calling them. And now it's kind of coming back down to, yeah. hey, I need to be able to do stuff with one, <laughs> one hand, you know, on a phone. Yeah, and there's just a lot of people. There's still enough of a demographic that aren't going to do the majority of their computing on their phone. They just yeah. don't want to. Um, yeah. And not trying to like be ageist or anything, but usually it's going to be your, your older demographic. You know, you start, I guarantee if you look at the demographic of people that just frankly aren't interested in staring at their phone all yeah. day, a lot of them will be yeah. probably 50 years old and older yeah. um, because they don't have a lifetime invested in, in doing this type of stuff on their phone. So they're not going to start more now. of a utility, right? Yeah. They make phone calls, send a text when they have to, but they're going to go doing their thing. Like I think of my dad, you know, he's got a bigger iPhone now, but he doesn't it, really care. Like he yeah, doesn't really want it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like an iPhone seven or something. Yeah. And you know, he's just kind of like, eh, it, it does the things like I don't see my dad staring at his phone all the time. He just yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think if you're not going to use it, use that screen size to your advantage. If you're not using it for stuff, yeah. like why would you want to carry around a big phone? If, if you know good and well, you, that's just not you. You're not going to use it. Yeah, yeah, get a get a smaller phone and right. enjoy that phone size. And like I would, I would love to be able to go back to having a really small, pocketable phone and it not bother me. But it would yeah. super bother me. Yeah, you can't now. The right, just the right Chrome OS tablet comes out one day. That uh, is the thing I want to carry on me all the time. Yeah, yeah, we could maybe do it. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see. With the watch, a watch does most of your other kind of quick stuff yeah, that, that a phone would, would do and then you yeah. got the, the tablet that yeah carry uh, a man pouch and yeah just have the absolutely a little fanny pack maybe yeah you know so, like up on my shoulder yeah. or up on my chest that's right like, like the cool kids do these days <laughs> so all right <laughs> let's let's wrap this up and, <laughs> oh yeah i'm, I'm oh, trying to, i know what I'm you're trying to move about. on I here i didn't know that was the let's thing. uh so the spin 713 kind of top chromebook that was our main yeah i was really video. hoping it would be back on sale today yeah. but it's not yeah um, do you have the duet duets on sale uh, CTL Chromebox. This is one that's interesting that we've had around uh, the office. It has the um, what? What was the one that we put on there? The C, C uh, the CBX two is that? Yeah. The one so that the X two is the new Comet like yeah, one, and it does the three displays and all that. But if you're looking for a good Chromebox, uh, they have an insane deal on their KB Lake models right now. You can get the Core i seven for like four hundred ninety nine yeah. bucks. And it still has five years of updates. It still does dual monitors. It still does 4K. It's a powerful machine for $500. It's normally like $750. Dang. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely wanted to put a Chrome box off. And they on do there. those cool paint jobs. And yeah, those paint I, jobs I, I didn't realize this till the, I was talking to Eric the other day from CTL. They do the paint jobs on the new ones too. So oh, they'll, cool. cu they'll custom paint any any of their yeah. Chrome boxes for you. And that's a that's a cool option. We were talking about doing kind of a work from home setup, and obviously including including a Chrome box as part of that setup. Yeah. Um, so those are those are good options. I do want to I do want to mention the uh, the My Passport because we're giving one of those away as part of their sponsorship. So they sponsored the video, the new My Passport uh, SSD from WD. That's their new thing. They're calling themselves WD. Only for the hardware, though, right? Only dope, that though. is they have that their is own, the brand. Yeah, they have like, their own creators yeah. channel. I mean, they yeah. they are geared towards the, the company to is their still market. Western Digital. Yeah. But that brand is WD. Yeah, because they make. So, is what does Western Digital own Sandisk? Yes, I think so. That, that yeah, was so that was what I talked about in the video. Like I've used the the rugged Sandisk for a long time, 
but it never really leaves my desk, so I really don't need the rugged one. It, it's occasionally in my backpack when we travel, but even then, I don't really need it. Which isn't a thing right yeah, now. Yeah, and this thing still is like drop resistant and everything, so it's got this metal case on it, and it's really dope. Um, and I'm not just saying this because they sponsored the video. I'm saying this because I genuinely enjoyed using this. I did. I did check because the main the main thing that I was really impressed with was, was the transfer speeds. You can get up to a gig transfer speeds. So, I mean, literally, like, you drop a file on there, and it's there. Like, I mean, you're th- talking, there is no... It's moving files faster than your internal storage on right. the Mac Pro. Yeah. So, or yeah, MacBook it's, Pro. it's pretty amazing. I did check, though. They have a new model of the SanDisk. That's also the one... Oh, okay. The one, yeah, that makes uh, sense. The 1,000 megabyte transfer speed. So, uh, pretty cool device, and definitely recommend it. And then, like I said, not just saying that because they sponsor the video. I'm saying that because I've been using that, basically that same, you know thing uh that that same ssd for a long time and this new one is is pretty dope so um okay there's some other stuff on there go check it out there's all kinds of good stuff on the gear of the year we'll link it and you can go to the website and just search gear and find that so let's take a quick break break for an ad and we'll be right back this podcast is brought to you by nordvpn we recommend the service and we use nordvpn because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I don't... I don't know what we're going to talk about now. What are we going to talk about? Survivor. <laughs> We've been sitting yeah, here talking no. about other stuff. And didn't Joe's even... talking let's, about Survivor. Hey, I like it, okay? We Leave me alone. Talk, we need to talk about... Oh, we need to talk about the processors. Chromebooks yes. for 2021. So we have a video that I am editing at the moment, and hopefully we will have this out soon, but we wanted to give you guys a sneak peek, because you guys are awesome. Podcast crew is awesome. Is it a peek when they hear it? <laughs> sneak A sneak listen. listen. <laughs> That just sounds same, weird. <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it. That just sounds weird. I don't know what you'd I call don't, it. Uh, uh, don't know. It's whatever it would be like if you put the glass on the wall, you know, mm-hmm. you're listening through. Mm-hmm. Like it's that, whatever you call that. Yeah. Yeah. You're just spying at that point. <laughs> I don't I do not do that. I don't know. No, no. So, so, yeah, we've got this video. Hopefully it'll go out tomorrow is the plan. So, November 28th. So, stay tuned for that. Make sure you have the notification bell turned on on youtube so that you can get these videos when we put them out override the algorithm override the algorithm if you like what we do that goes a long way in helping us so if you are awesome and want to help us you should go to ring that bell go to youtube and ring the bell overrides their crazy algorithm so at least to some degree I'm sure there's still some crazy algorithm going on behind the scenes, but at least that way you get notified you when we get, put out yeah, videos. So a notification That's pops biggest, up on your phone. It's the biggest, the biggest help for us. So, and even if you don't like the video, just swipe away. But if you like the video, go check it out. Yeah, yeah. So, Robbie, like you, you laid out all of th- this video, and you, you did it all based on the baseboards at first, and like you came in here and scripted it. Like yep. you had it all laid out. Yep. And I then you went and got your haircut, and I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, you went and, and that's what's so awesome about scripting is like you were able to put your ideas down. We were using a, the dictation through the recorder app on the Pixel. And well, not, did you do the last one on the Pixel 2 or did you just yeah. do it through Google Docs? No, so, I, did, I did the Pixel. The Google Docs, uh, it I, I tried. No, it, 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 it dictates really well. It 
doesn't even attempt to do any punctuation. Ah, that Zero punctuation. And so, the recorder app's pretty close. Like It even added some commas and stuff for me. Yeah, that I mean, the way I speak, it still is a hot mess. Yeah. But at least I can look at it and, and gauge it. Plus, I figured out back. this last time, yeah. I, as I'm editing, like, so I copy the entire thing into a Google Doc, and then as I'm editing, I'm listening back to the way I inflected yeah. it. And then... And then you can know, like, oh, let's do a dash dash there so that I know that's like a little... That's a pause. That's a little and pause I, I'm there. learning still. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do. Like, to me, though, it's like uh, an ellipses, you know, three three periods. It will be one type of thing. A comma is one that type of thing. That could be like a... And so. a dash is one Yeah, type you kind of have so to I'm come like, up with your own little... It's almost little, like shorthand. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so. we've done the reverse of this, like, way, way back we did, like, where we would write right stuff but and they then sounded. and then we do voiceovers but they sound they like sound. you're reading i, I went back i went back not, and listened yeah. to even like did we script i think we scripted the pixel book review or was that one when Possibly. we started doing it on camera i can't I think, remember i think yeah it's it's in that range it's in that range. Some, i can't remember some, i went back and watched a video around there. i remember the c4 uh oh my 434? no what was before it um, oh, oh, I'm forgetting. What was the Asus? The the Asus that launched with the Samsung Chromebook Plus, the Flip. Uh, th- th- Why am I forgetting the model number? I have no idea. You four guys, four thirty six, four thirty four. There was four twenty five, four. Is it a four? Four four oh no! Oh my gosh! Oh Google my gosh! It. I can't believe I can't remember this. Wow. Okay. C three o two. Three o two. I was gonna say. I was getting ready to start typing. I yep. was going to say 302, but I didn't want to sound like a dummy. Yeah, because that's the one we got early and <laughs> yeah. we took it to Vegas. With that, re- yep. that review is scripted. I remember yeah. specifically scripting yeah. that review. Or yeah, not, but it's, and it wasn't scripted. I wrote the review and, right. and I read And that's my the difference ra- in what written. we're doing now. Yeah, because yes. written word is different than spoken word. And so, yeah. So, anyway, all that to say, like, you had written dictated this entire review and i remember you was, it, was that the one you, yeah, you went and got I, your haircut like, i need to go get my haircut i'll be right back so i came back and i'm like I'm you were like changing no. it changing you're like hey can we film this tomorrow morning i was like absolutely like I, yeah that's fine i got some other stuff i can work on and and so we you after you had reviewed what you had said like we were able to kind of think about that and then go and change it and you and you decided right. it was better to do it based on processor which i love like piecing all the video together like i think this makes way more sense and i think people this will make more sense to people who aren't who have no idea about all these boards well, and, you know yeah uh, what we're learning too is that our youtube audience is very different than our website audience yes. um we see that with patreon um we know pretty clearly that there's a lot of people in patreon that maybe are just now starting to go to the website because yeah. they they found us on youtube um <laughs> and they're like oh i have ad free access might as well no go there's do a website that. <laughs> Let me go check it out you know and yeah and they're just the stuff they're we, not accustomed to that yeah the stuff we cover obviously is very different so yeah. you know we're not making videos about deals of the day yeah yeah and, and you know that YouTube. used that used to aggravate me but then i got to thinking about it. there are there are channels that i watch regularly that also have websites and I can't rem- I can't think of one where I'm like, oh yeah, let me click this link in the description so I can go read what I. Or just- vice versa, and I'm not yeah. going to mention anyone, but you know there there are websites I go to frequently that have YouTube channels and that you're like, Ugh. Yeah, yep, I don't want to watch bad. any of it. Yeah. Absolutely, we all know who we're talking about, but <laughs> um, a handful of them. Yeah. Um, there there are the very <laughs> rare ones that are out there that. I, mean, the, I go visit the, both. The, the Verge, Verge does an amazing time, yeah. But even them, like they started some of their, uh, some of all, their, of their you, all their website stuff for a while before they really began investing in YouTube. 
And, and I'm going to be honest, Dieter's the only person from the Birds I watch regularly. If yeah. Nile did more stuff, I'd watch it. Yeah, stuff I would too. Like, I'll, when he's, he's on, much. yeah, like when he's on, when he's being interviewed by somebody else or something, I usually try to catch that. But did I see it. Yeah. Was it Wall Street Journal did a whole mm-hmm. expose on him? Yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. So he tweeted uh, after nine years at The Verge. I'm something that it made it sound like he was leaving to go to the Wall Street Journal, but he was just <laughs> featured in it. Yeah, and people were funny. like, "Oh my god, I had a heart attack." Uh, <laughs> um, he like, he's like, "I'm not leaving the Verge. I'm not employable anywhere else." <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, he can, he can go do whatever he wants. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, but there's some other guys, and I can't even think of their names to be honest with you. Like they have enough people doing videos at this point that, I, like off the top of my head, I don't know all the names of all the people, but. Almost everybody that does a video at the Verge. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. Yeah, like, yeah, they don't the let pixel, them on there. Some of the Pixel phone reviews. There was a guy that did one of the Pixels. I don't remember which one it was. Oh he yeah, did, the, the British, uh, yeah, British accent guy. Yeah, yeah. Then the the there's the, the the tattoo chick. That's what I call her. She, she's oh, Verge, right? She did the Stadia when first Stadia mm-hmm. first came oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah, she does. She's very well spoken. Becca, Becca. Far, I can't think yeah. of her last name. For yeah. Sacy, for yeah. whatever. Um, she did like the. She's done uh, ear pods and. Yeah. Is Monica uh, their their Chromebook per- oh, reporter? I've ever seen her. I've ever seen her. Yeah. yeah, obviously huge staffs. But the, the whole point is like, it's know. rare that there is uh, a YouTube channel and a website that I spend time on both. And so yeah. it's kind of like Absolutely. realizing that that's just the case. That's the way things are. And that's okay. You know, that's, that's, it's completely fine. Yeah. They just don't we translate. Obviously. Could you imagine like Lou blogging, like right. writing? It would, it would sound weird trying to read something when you're so familiar, which is why we're kind of in a unique space because we've grown both brands kind of simultaneously right. and the YouTube channels come up to on par with the website. So we can kind of explore both, but I couldn't imagine reading something that mm-hmm. Lou wrote. Yeah. No. It would be really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. you need his personality to come yes, through. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, <clears throat> you know, as we start looking at that kind of stuff, you know, when I thought about scripting this particular video, the reason that I went back and changed all of it is we did this video last year. We did one just like this last year. There were only two families of devices we were talking about really, uh, to look forward to. And we knew that multiple Chromebooks were coming from both, but you spend so much time on YouTube rehashing a bunch of facts, um, that may or may not be, um, useful, useful for people watching a video and, and having to just come to the realization that a handful will go over to the website and see what we're talking about. But a lot of them won't. And a lot of them won't remember the names. They're not going to remember names like Voltier and Kukui and Hatch and, Trogdor and Trogdor. No one's going to remember this stuff walking away. And so it's like, is it even worth introducing those names? People know kind of what Snapdragons yeah, are. They know, know Intel. Yeah. They know Intel. They yeah. know AMD. Yeah. You know, they, they yeah, might te- kind of te- know MediaTek. Yeah. Techie people yeah. that are you, subscribed to us probably right. know these things. Yeah. These things make more sense. And so I was like, Let, let's couch this whole thing in, in those terms instead and, and talk. It's no different. It's still families of devices. They're, they're groups of devices that are, that are coming out. And, you know, it's open source code. So we go and look in the open source code and find new boards that are added. And we know, hey, this thing is under development. It's coming. And it bears, you know, based on a lot of times they're, they're pretty blatant in the in the original commits. Hey, base this or copy, you know, copy the, the code from such and such board or make this a new one. You'll see in the file structure. It's it's housed under this one. We know a lot of these code names, just like Gabe said a minute ago. We couldn't remember the stinking real name of the original flip uh, from Asus, but we remember it's Cave, 
I remember tracking and looking up Cave mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, it's no different than knowing that the Snap our Samsung Chromebook <clears throat> Plus is Kevin. Like we we were following Kevin forever, um, and so you know there's there's these code names that we get really familiar with and we get really kind of couched in. And as much time as we spend in the repositories at this point right now in 2020, compared to any other time prior, it's not even close. Um, like I, I created a post that I'm starting to update and keeping updated because it's so hard to keep up with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. I think like the other day, um, Kent from Android police had discovered these new Ryzen chips yep. that are coming and, and they're the top end. Yeah. These are, best of the best they, these aren't, these are unannounced chips. Yeah. These are, these things aren't even announced by, by, uh, AMD yet, but he discovered that there's three boards, uh, attached to them. And then by the time I got around, around to, doing some research and writing up the article i think there's a couple uh, at least one or two yeah there's at least one more and that's in a five-day span on a processor that technically doesn't exist yeah i mean crazy and there's i don't know 10 to 15 jasper lake based devices jasper lake processors aren't out either nope they're not a thing yet you know these are pre-production like so that's the other thing it's not like used to Chromebooks would be based on devices like we're getting Tiger Lake PCs just now starting to come out. Uh, used to it'd be like, oh, those have been around for six months. And now we'll see the Chromebooks. We're going to start seeing Tiger Lake Chromebooks. There, there might be one before the end of the year, probably not. But I guarantee you, CES, you know, the virtual CES, we'll be covering at least two. I'm sure yeah. two or three. You think one of the f- one of the first Project Athena devices announced was were two Chromebooks at yeah. CES. I mean, and so... The, before the laptop show. Yeah, like so Chrome, Chrome OS is, for the most part, reached parity with, yeah. you know, Windows PCs. So. How, how many how many devices do you think... Well, let's just talk about the ones in the video. So, like... The way that I covered it in the video is just saying, okay, like, kind of back to where I started all this. Let's, let's look at the families. Let's look at the chunk groups of devices. I'm not going to talk about all the specific devices in them because I'm not kidding. There's some of them, like Voltier has over 20. And Voltier, again, I, I, I'll, I'll default to calling it these things because that's what we work with. But that's just the code name for the main baseboard that is the Unibuild baseboard that spawns all of the 11th Gen Tiger Lake Chromebooks. So that can range anywhere from a Celeron to a Core i7. We've never seen a Core i9 Chromebook, but hey, at this point, there's so many, maybe. Uh, it seems like that would be just blissful overkill. But, you know, who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Let's bring it. Let's do it. Um, and so that, that kind of encompasses a wide swath of Chromebooks. If you if you look at uh, the, the best way to look at it, in 2020 would say, okay, we have hatch, which we're still getting uh, those. Yeah. We're, we're getting hatch Chromebooks, which are Comet Lake 10th gen Intel Chromebooks. But if we look at that family, if we take that group that encompasses anything from the flex five from Lenovo to that Asus 436 we were talking about to this Acer spin 713 in front of me to the Samsung galaxy, galaxy Chromebook, yeah. you know, and so it's this wide kind of array of devices that fit into that mold. So it's not just like, Oh, this is, they're all going to be the same thing with a different manufacturer name on it all completely different devices, but they have kind of a, a similarity in the, their internal guts. You know, you can kind of expect certain things out of these devices. And so that's group one. Uh, we have Kukui, which is the MediaTek 8183, that the Lenovo Duet, the 10E, that HP that randomly showed up, the blue one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a fourth Sorry. device. What was that fourth device? 
I don't know. Who, aren't they? Somebody Ace. Who makes a another MediaTek low end MediaTek? Asus don't they all look one. exactly the same? <laughs> uh, well, no, Asus, no. Asus has a. I think it's an 11 inch clamshell. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what we're it's on there. I'm thinking about those tablets that all. Come oh, those are the, the all rock chip tablets. Oh, the rock they're, chip. Uh, they're identical. <laughs> yeah. They have different it's logos. Like, so these. Yeah. We we we're tracking one other Kukui device, so one other media low end media tech that will be looks like it's going to be a tablet. For if you want to look it up, it's Cockadoo. It's the code name on it. Um, the rest of them, I'm pretty sure, are going to be clamshells. They're probably going to be what we've seen here at the end of the year, where it's just a hey, here's the here's our entry level Chromebook that has uh, entry level Intel in it, yeah. and we're swapping that hardware out with a, a media tech. And, and going that route with it. So that that's probably what we expect from those. But that's another group of devices that is going to carry over from 2020 into 2021 because we know that there's quite a few more that just haven't shown up yet. Yeah, I mean, and there's still Gemini-like devices. I mean, CTL has two or three that are still on pre-order that won't come out like, until next month. It feels like low-end Intel just like never stops. Yeah, like and, and, and the crazy rolling. thing is, is that it has come as as excited as we are about the, the high-end space expanding with AMD and the higher-end ARM processor stuff. Intel's done a really good job with these low-end chips because you can go buy a $180 Chromebook with that Gemini Lake 4020 in it, mm-hmm. and it's it's not bad. And even I the N4000, like yeah. the super entry-level Intel small-core chip is pretty okay. Yeah, for what most consumers are looking for, oh, I just need a, I need a Chromebook for around the house to get on Facebook, check my banking, and maybe watch Netflix if I'm, you know, sitting at the shop getting new tires put on my car yeah those things will do it very well, well and, and very cheap and speaking of those you know the mm-hmm. uh the other another group the jasper lake uh group of and so that's that's just the code name or not the code name it's the development name for the chip uh that will replace gemini lake right. which so is it's their small core yeah so it'll probably be like in 4100 or 4200 or so, so there'll yeah. be something in that range the, those haven't come out yet there, there are no laptops with that in it but it's it brings a nanometer the process down. I yeah, think it's a ten nanometer uh, chip versus I don't fourteen. In, I think we're fourteen on Gemini Lake. In Gemini Lake, so all that means is um, processes are happening in a smaller space, which means battery goes longer. You get a little bit of a performance bump. Uh, it's not going to get a massive GPU bump, but overall, you're going to get a nice every year. Like Apollo Lake was always oh, it's so close to being good, but it's not. And when they moved to Gemini Lake. Those were like this realm of, of low end Intel uh, Chromebooks has been good, and this is just going to get better. And so they'll still be affordable, but they'll perform better. And and so I mean, it's easy to dismiss that because it's not it's not all glitzy and and fun and, and and big bang. But you know where Chromebooks are in the market right now, it's important. Right, and that, I didn't think about this till the other day. The the boosts the gains that Intel has gotten with these lower end chips has allowed for makers to make better devices in that low end because, you know, Apollo Lake tried, but it just wasn't there. And we used to always knock these 11 inch devices because it's like the screens are bad, this, that, whatever. But honestly, those Apollo Lake chips, especially the dual core, you weren't going to have a 14 inch full HD device with that chip in it. It would struggle because it already right. struggled. But now we're seeing like the N4020 Gemini Lake in full HD devices that actually have like touch screens and stuff like that. 
because those chips have gotten good enough mm-hmm. to run devices with that. So it just means broadening the budget, the budget range yeah. market, which is a big deal because that's where the majority of shoppers buy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know. and it's going to make our jobs harder <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. so it gets hard to differentiate, you yeah. know, and it's hard for shoppers when they're looking. It says Intel. Yeah, it's an Intel. Is, it's the latest the gen one, yeah. Intel. And, and I'm hopeful. Uh, there's no reason to think that's not the case, but with Gemini or with uh, uh, Jasper Lake chips, I think they're going to be easy recommends. Um, I, yeah. I don't think, I don't really feel like, like I can't recommend Gemini. Like, like I don't look at them and think, oh, well, it's going to have a crappy screen and this and that. Oh, and it's going to be slow. It's like, no, the performance of it will be fine. Yeah, because you know, the R. It's blow your mind, yeah, but it's going to be fine. It's yeah. decent. Um, so I, I think Jasper Lake will take that to the next level where it's That's not just like, oh, it's it's okay. Like, it's going to be solid performance. Um you know, I think we're going to end up probably, I bet, I would think with Jasper Lake, we'll end up with a couple years ago what we would get out of the base level, like Celeron Big Core chip. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to kind of meet in that spot where performance isn't really your biggest concern anymore. Yeah, because like, if you take don't, a, don't you take the, the 4020, because honestly, the quad core Gemini Lakes don't really give you that much performance boost, but the, the Gemini Lake R, which is the current, because they've made two generations, the current one. It gets up into that like Pentium Gold level from like two years ago, which honestly that's that's pretty good. Yeah, you know I mean, so I mean that's that's going to be interesting, even if it's not flashy. Like that that's going to be interesting to watch that. And there's a bunch of those coming already. So tons that are have been in development for a while. So as soon as Jasper Lake hits the market, you're going to have Jasper Lake Chromebooks out. Uh, and again, for end users, it's kind of hard to tell. It's just going to say Intel on it, uh, but. You know, we'll we'll try to do our best to help people differentiate. Here's the model number processor you want to be looking for, uh, especially if the prices are similar. So, yeah. so that covers kind of the low end MediaTek, the existing tenth gen uh, Comet Lake, because I think in that in that family there's still at least six we're tracking that haven't come out. Um, a ton of Jasper Lake devices, and like Gabe said, a bunch of Gemini Lake from from 2020 also coming. Then we got to move on to uh, MediaTek has a medium and or like mid mid tier and high tier range coming out. So the MT eighty one ninety two and eighty one ninety five. So those two they've announced uh, these to me could end up being some of the most important processors uh, in twenty twenty one. Very well could be. Uh, just depends on how it works. But while we have Apple over here making M one silicon that is built for MacBooks and Mac OS and that those types of pieces of software, and we're seeing the benefits of, of ARM uh, architectures uh, and instruction sets being written for software kind of from the ground up. While MediaTek can't do that exactly, uh, the fact that they are they are launching two chips, then they you can tell they don't say this about the 8183. Like, it was kind of a modified tablet phone chip thing that they yeah. put in, and it's like, cool, this will work. This one, they're like, but they said, hey, months ago they made an announcement, and then they've they've doubled down on that with their uh, their um, summit that they had and where they talked about it. They're they're saying like, we're building two chips, a mid range and a high end chip for Chromebooks. Like that's what these chips are built for. You're not right. going to see the M- MT eighty one ninety two show up in a phone somewhere. Right. The MT eighty one ninety two is built. For Chromebooks, and so they can customize to a point. They can customize what these cores are doing and what tasks these things are going to handle, and they can write code. And they have been like, if you ever go to the Chromium repositories and look around and look for Asurata, which is the eighty-one ninety-two, there are 
so many commits. I mean, it, it and have been like they just pour in day after mm-hmm. day after day. They are doing tons of work for this, and th- that work will also translate whenever the eighty one ninety five starts showing up in the repositories. We won't see it till late twenty twenty one, but all of that work will all carry over because they're structured in a lot of the same ways. Um, but ultimately, like MediaTek is is building chips now specifically for Chromebooks, and that's that's exciting because I think and I can't gonna, wait to see how how it translates because if you if you saw the summit or some of the stuff from it, they had a they had a chart and they're st- they're still touting the eighty one eighty three It's like sure. hey here's our budget low end chip and it's it's not like it's a slouch it's not great it's not something that you're going to be like a huge productivity tool for you or anything no. like that but as a tablet whatever for the duet it's great. It's good enough, and it's great with um, Android game, Android apps and stuff like that. But they have it on the chart as here's the low end, and here's the high mm-hmm. end, and here's the middle end. That high end chip should be insane. I mean, yeah. it really I mean, should. It, it it will go. It'll be the best ARM chip probably. Yeah, because there's no sense in them investing in three processes at the same time if there's not a huge gap right. between yeah. the three and the 8192 is going to be a big step up from what we've seen in arm but you know the 8195 potentially could be a much more massive step um and so it'll be interesting because arm gives you better battery and great android performance um and and just again it's the customizability customizable is that a word um it is now. customization yeah possibility customization possibility um, that exist with arm that just don't exist with x86 architectures that you know these again we're seeing MediaTek doing it um and to an extent you're seeing qualcomm do it with snapdragon so that's a whole other family of, of devices much smaller um i think we're only tracking like six total right now of snapdragon devices that are that are on the way um same idea ish here. I mean, the the Snapdragon Seven C is probably being tailored in some ways to Chrome OS, but you know they also use it for Windows too. Right. So it's you're in between the the rigidity of Intel and the complete flexibility of ARM because Snapdragon's you know Qualcomm has their their toes in lots of uh, pools, and so I, I don't think that they're going to go all in and just make this thing. This is the best for a Chromebook. Like, no, the Seven C is the Seven C. Like. They're they're gonna bend it a little bit for for Chrome OS probably, but it's it's probably not gonna be quite as customized as what MediaTek is doing. That being said, there is a Chromebook in that family that honestly is uh, super exciting to be honest. Like like, and we've talked about it quite a bit on the site this week, and its name is Coach Z. Um, I think I might have a lead on who's making it, but I'm holding that one uh, for just just for now. Um, but we're talking an 11 inch tablet, which to me, I think is about the right size to be something that is both portable and big enough to actually get yeah. some work done on. Uh, look at the iPad Pro, the main iPad Pro. I mean, you get the big one that's ridiculous, but the main iPad Pro, 11-inch device, uh, 3 by 2 aspect ratio, which is the right aspect ratio for tablets and, and, and productivity. It's what's on the Pixelbook, the Pixel Slate, um, the HP X2 detachable, this spin 713 that's in front of me, like three by two is just a great aspect ratio for so many things. So it's going to be that uh, QHD display. It's got a kickstand built into it. So that'll be the first Chromebook with a kickstand on it. NFC charging, reverse wireless charging with NFC. Um, and all signs point to probably a pin that latches onto it that can charge Magnetic that way. Pin. So again, a little nod to the iPad uh, Pro. Uh, we've got uh, a dedicated keyboard. Its code name is Zed. 
but it's based on the same stuff that all uh, other detachable keyboards for Chromebooks have been made on. Uh, so yeah, I just and Snapdragon Seven C. Uh, so that that's that's all we know, um, <laughs> you know. But we know a lot about it, um, and everything I'm looking at with it makes me excited because we don't know what the Seven C is going to be actually be capable of in a Chromebook. We we had the Acer Spin Five Thirteen, which is the first. Chromebook uh, announced officially with the Snapdragon 7C, but it was very much like, here's this Chromebook, don't do too much with it. Like, you can look at it, you turn it on, you know, and, and get some stuff on it. And, uh, and to be fair, you know, it's they're not launching this until February, so it's super pre-production. So we really don't know. We don't right. know what the Snapdragon 7C is actually going to be capable of. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a solid, solid performer for Chromebooks, and that it'll also be great for android apps which mm -hmm. is the tablet portion of the whole thing is going to feel really nice so uh, and again great battery you know very customized experience all that kind of stuff so super excited about those so that's snapdragon that's the you know your media tech so technically three groups in the media tech family snapdragon 10th gen intel uh 11, so let's talk about that real yeah. quick 11th gen intel uh tiger lake processors uh so those fall under the voltier uh group and there's over 20 at this point uh, and it seems like more get added every day. Big news there is you're getting down to a 10 nanometer process, so better battery life, which we need because 10th gen Chromebooks, obviously Samsung, Asus, didn't do the best with battery. So 10 nanometer chips will help battery, uh, but then you get Intel's XE graphics. And that's the, I mean, if we look at what laptops are doing, what Windows laptops are doing, and what people are testing with this XE, the Ooh. integrated graphics, just the stuff that comes out of the box, I mean, it it looks pretty pretty legit. Yeah, and I mean, so, we're we're talking about if I'm sure they've figured it out, but they haven't implemented it yet. Once Chrome OS is capable of le fully leveraging the GPU that's in the device, and you're talking about the Linux container and stuff like that, you're talking about bringing bridging that one last gap that Chrome OS has, honestly, because with the the XE graphics are are touted to be, and these are like real world benchmarks. They're on par with like gpus that you would use for video editors and stuff like that so i yeah. mean you know this isn't like a, a 3090 you know four thousand dollar gpu but this no. is stuff that's powerful enough to run stuff like davinci resolve and things like that and that will that will completely change it will completely open up the market for chrome os to where you could recommend this device to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, as well, as I, I need to do this. Well, you can't use a Chromebook. You need a Mac. Or right. you need as long as the software gets there. Yeah, as long yeah. as the software gets there. Yeah. Um, and so with Windows and Parallels and, <clears throat> you know, Steam is very much, you know, like right around the corner, it feels yeah. like, for Chromebooks. Like, it makes sense um, because, so these are coming out, better performance, better battery life, much improved graphics processing. Tons of these are coming out. But then you've got to talk AMD. Um, and, and multiple groups of AMD chips. So these Ryzen chips that have AMD's GPU built into them that, that have been in the works for a little while, mm -hmm. um, those are clearly what, I mean, there's two of them technically already announced. Yeah, we Lenovo, haven't touched them yet. Yeah, but. Lenovo should be dropping any time now because it's shown up online. And these are just these are just Ryzen chips that are like on par with the current Comet Lake chips that right. we have. We don't know anything about this next generation as far as how powerful the AMD hasn't touted any GPU onboard GPU that's like compared to the XE graphics, but they have to have something in the works. But either way, this new 5000 series that is in the repository now, this is, will be AMD's most powerful mobile chipset. 
So, right. I mean, so we've got they're we've clearly got, gunning for that space. Right. So yeah. we've got kind of mid range ish AMD with GP like full core AMD because we've had those A4 and A6 devices that came out two Man. years ago. Yeah, those are those <laughs> are super mad. entry level. They're old processors. These are these are Ryzen chips. Uh, so it's it's comparable to Intel's core line. You know, like it's getting in that range. Um, and so we've got two groups of those: the super high end that isn't out yet. Uh, and then these these ones that are proven and really good in Windows laptops that, again, we've got two announced in the ThinkPad Yoga C13 and the HP Pro C645. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's two already out there. More of those will come in 2021. So I, I think that gets everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was so, waiting for you to talk the AMD stuff. I think that's all yeah, you Yeah. So, I mean, you got multiple levels of AMD, um, high-end, low-end, Intel. You've got high, medium, and low-end, MediaTek. You've got 10th gen Intel, uh, and you've got Qualcomm and their Snapdragon chip. Um, yeah, my hope with lots that. Lots of Chromebooks. I was thinking about that. <laughs> my hope with that is that I hope MediaTek has is a huge success in this space. I do too. And Qualcomm took so long to get where they are. They have the the capability to do whatever they want in this space. They're just holding off, and sure. I get it. It's whatever. They, they don't have any reason to risk anything. My hope is that MediaTek is so successful that Qualcomm finally says, you know what, forget it, we're in. 100%. Right. But Either, I like yeah. I like the fact that MediaTek has decided. Yes. Like we're it's not just, hey, we're gonna we're gonna let some Chromebook makers use our chips. They clearly are focused in on Chrome OS yep. and and they've been around for a while. So it's like they understand what they're getting into. They know how to go and build chips that work well with Chromebooks. And I mean you can see Chrome uh, Android apps that like PUBG Mobile, for instance, like they don't recognize too many processors. They don't. They like if you don't have the handful of processors that work. Most work. of your options are pretty limited uh, in your settings. Like you can't go up to this, and you can't change your frame rate in it because it's like eh, not supported on your device. The MediaTek chip that's even in the the Duet allows for almost the entire range of, of graphic settings, even though it can't handle it. Right. You know, it's like the the game understands. You know, it's, it's been coded to be like, hey, mm-hmm. MediaTek, okay with us, and so uh-huh. that tells yeah. me like. They're they're getting themselves into positions where, you know, their their chips are known by app developers and 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 respected by them. And so now, you get not only the compatibility of Android apps being better on these things. Now you're going to get the performance to go with that yep. and and specified performance. Like yep. these chips are built for Chromebooks. Like yeah. it's super exciting, exciting to see what that's going to be like. And, so, and that's uh, what's crazy is that this biggest chip that they're making it's as as it, as powerful as it should be the the door's still wide open because they're using this because it's six nanometer correct the yes. 8195 but they're not even using the latest arm gpu architecture they're using a really good one but it's not the latest no. so you get you get this this turns into a success then qualcomm says okay we're on board and now let's see how how far we can push this. And yeah, you start yeah. seeing a flagship device every year, like you do with phones, where hey, this has the most powerful ARM processor yep. capable. We've yep. pushed this thing as far as you and can. And it's built for, for like, Chrome, Chrome OS. Chrome OS. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, these dude, these cores be, have been lined up. It's going to be wild. And then that's to say nothing of you know Google possibly coming out with their own silicon, yeah. ARM based silicon. So twenty twenty one is going to be rad. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, it, like comparing to where we were last yeah. year at this time, making these same claims. Yeah. So much it, more. It is. Ten yeah. times. Well, and now you've it, got. It's nuts. And now you've got. Uh, you know the, the the manufacturing stuff. Hopefully, getting more lined out. Like I know, I know. Right now, currently, there there are still, 
you know, uh, uh, COVID-19 is not, is not done and oh uh, cases are Run on the close. rise and they're, they're, they're as bad now as they ever have been. And so, um, with that being said, like it does seem like all the manufacturing, at least now they, they have adjusted. We like, figured out how to exist in right. this. With the, when, when all this first happened, it was a shock and no one knew what to do. And that's why you had all these delays. Well, now hopefully we have some of that sorted out. I just think 2021 is going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of options for consumers. And I've said this a million times on this podcast, more options means, you know, better supply and demand, you know, and driving prices down for consumers well, and, and, and you go get the device that you want exactly. Well, and it, it, it lines up too in a, in a really weird way with it, with everything happening in 2020, you know, as, as awful as COVID has been, you know, and, and, and all the stuff that's come of it, you know, Chromebooks, because of the the scenario everyone's been in, have mm-hmm. had a light have, shown they on have, them. They have proven themselves, right? They, they've <laughs> I mean, shown really. up and become a thing that's desirable for a lot of people, and and so you have that mixed with supply lines being fixed, mixed with manufacturers going, "Well, we've oh. been thinking about making a Chromebook. Ooh, let's go ahead and make probably that. time to make that now." And so now everybody wants in, yeah. and so you're going to see like all of these things coming together. Yeah. So more demand from the public. Uh, more processors and and families of devices on offer than ever, and more manufacturers wanting to get in the game. Like all of that's coming to a head. I mean, it's yeah. I don't even know what to expect stay at tuned. CES. Stay in, tuned. In January. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be wild. So yeah, stay tuned to the website. Obviously, that's where we're going to be continuing to cover all of this stuff. We 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 clearly have a passion for the hardware side of things, and so if you want to know more about all these, especially Coach Z. Just stay tuned to the site because Robbie's been Robbie put out a cool article last week, and I'm sure there will be more as he discovers more things about this yeah, I'm, very I'm, awesome tablet, Snapdragon I'm super tablet. Super excited about yeah, this one. It's going to be dope. But folks, I think that's all for this week. We really appreciate you all tuning in and listening. And again, we hope everyone has had a uh, a good little holiday break, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.